0: I get chills every time I talk about this city. It's just everybody's in it together and we're all fighting for the same thing. And, you know, you say the word Detroit and it sparks someone's interest.
1: From EXP, a lifestyle magazine and podcast bringing you the best of what Detroit has to offer. I'm your host Lou Goldhaver and on today's episode we're recording live from the Hamilton apartment building in Midtown Detroit and we're talking with none other than Kate Lazarski, EXP's contributing editor and a Detroit native. How you doing my friend?
0: I'm doing great. How are you Lou? I am
1: so excited for this podcast.
0: Me too. (laughs) I've been waiting.
1: This is like the first episode of season two. Of the podcast. Oh,
0: is it? It is I'm episode the debut one. You're season- the
1: debut. What
0: a day to be alive. I'm so excited. welcome to a new decade. Hey welcome.
1: So happy new year.
0: Happy New Year. I
1: assume you celebrate summer fun.
0: I was in Miami.
1: Fabulous. Warm
0: weather always.
1: Probably did not suck.
0: It didn't. It didn't suck.
1: So exciting. So <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I know taking time out of your day is hard, so thank you for doing this. We're super excited to have you on the show.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: All right, so let's dive right in. I want to tell everybody through your lens about what it's like to be Kate, because you do like the coolest stuff. You're a social media influencer, but I'm not sure most people know what that is. So I would love to start with just like, welcome us to your universe.
0: Yeah, so I guess the term influencer has been like completely saturated and blown out and it's it's this whole thing now where like everybody's an influencer to, to some extent um whether that's on social media or in real life um but I kind of have tailored my Instagram uh to be you know it started as this like Detroit thing it didn't start as that but it kind of made its way into this Detroit like I'm involved in Detroit and my day-to-day job. So I'm going to restaurants, I'm shopping, I'm playing in Detroit. I live downtown. So I just started posting about all of that and then people started asking me like, hey, I'm celebrating a birthday or I'm it's my wife's, you know, anniversary or whatever. Uh where should I go? What should I do? What should I do on the weekend? Where do I shop in Eastern Market? Like random questions. And then I started this website to kind of you know lead people to that. And it just tumbled into this bigger thing. So this is
1: totally organic.
0: So organic it was so you not didn't like set out
1: to be an influencer.
0: No, I I started my Instagram because somebody at work was like, you have great outfits. You should post about your outfits. People do that. And that was You like, do have great outfits. Thank you. Thank you, Lou. Um, that was 2015. So that was like before the world of, you know, like to know it and all these like blogs and everything kind of came about. So I started like literally posting photos of myself in front of my parents' garage, because I still lived with my parents, and, like, tagging my outfits. I'm, like, this is so lame. I need to have a better, like, scope of what I'm actually doing. One of my girlfriends was, like, you are always in Detroit. You're doing the coolest things in Detroit. Like, post about that. And that's just, like, how it started. And so So I did. So over the
1: years, it's grown. I mean, for those, we'll talk about a little bit later, but how successful this has become. but. I can imagine that the social media game is like ever changing, right? So, how do you, as an influencer who's now grown this kind of following, Mm -hmm. stay relevant? And how do you stay on top of it?
0: Um, I think for me and my page specifically, it's gonna change for everybody, whether you're like a health and wellness person or, you know, clothing, design, whatever. Um, But for me, Detroit based, it's easy to stay relevant because Detroit's so relevant right now. It's so hot. The market's amazing. It's evolving every day. There's a new restaurant every day. Like, I could, you know, go out to eat seven times a week, which mostly I do. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) mostly I do. Um, But, you know, people are always like, oh, where is this? And it could be somewhere I've been before and posted about, but more and more people are, you know, catching on and following and not even just locals anymore, people from out of state and across the country and Canada asking me like what to do. And so I think for me, it's easy to stay relevant because there are so many things that people want to learn and and know about.
1: So for those who don't follow you, who should follow you after this podcast, (laughs) it's part of your role. Like you're traveling everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I was joking with you before we started the show, like for most young women, like you've traveled more in your young life than most people sometimes travel in their entire life. So what is that like to be so young and so well traveled?
0: It's so funny. I, I like haven't thought of it that way. Um, I'm just grateful for all, all the experiences I've I've gotten to have. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm 26, and I've been a lot of places, not just for fun, but for work, which I'm again extremely grateful for. Again, I bring that into my day job. So I do travel for work. It's something that I take all of those experiences and learning lessons. And whether it's, you know, just to Miami or New York um, and bringing something back that I've learned or to Spain or Italy or wherever, Um, I just kind of am a sponge wherever I travel and notice the differences and notice things that we could do better in Detroit and work on and bring things back and make it our own.
1: So are you like on a first name basis with the flight attendants?
0: Um, actually I think the person, cause I have this weird ritual where when I land in at Delta and the terminal, I get a coffee from Coffee Bean at the baggage claim. It's just my favorite coffee, and we don't have any here. And I think the guy actually thinks I like come to the airport just to get coffee because I'm there every week. And he's you bring like, "Bring the luggage
1: just to look like Yeah, legit. and I'm like, yeah.
0: "I swear, I just flew back again." He's like, "Welcome back." But yeah, it's it's funny. That's
1: so cool. So you know, I guess what kind of. With all this travel, like you said, like you got a full time gig, like mm-hmm. this is somewhat of a side hustle, but pretty successful side hustle. So talk about just balancing it all. I mean, what do you do? What's your day job, and kind of how do you balance that with what you do?
0: Yeah, so I work downtown, which is, again, it it all kind of overlaps, and I can tie all the threads in. But I work at Bedrock, um, which is a company owned by Dan Gilbert um, under the and Loans, you know, umbrella, and they you know i started at uh, just on the leasing team like you know super young i was 22 when i started didn't really know my direction and it's commercial real estate which i had no experience in and i've grown with the company as as it's grown it's now over 600 people i was when i started it was under
1: 50 yeah, i remember i remember Crazy. I, I knew you when yeah, yeah right
0: right right exactly so so i've grown with the company we you know kind of learned how each other works and they've seen my strengths and they completely you know back me up and and support me in not only the blog but traveling and because essentially again it does overlap and I can kind of dip into both buckets and when I'm traveling I'm always representing Detroit and talking about it and meeting with business owners and bringing people back and even if it's not somebody that owns a business and I'm just at a random restaurant and someone's sitting next to me I'm always w- like either wearing a Detroit shirt or talking about it and just sparking interest in other people nationwide is something that, you know, is part of my job.
1: So like a former guest of the show, Detroit Bruce, like you yeah. truly are like an ambassador when you're yeah. out even on your real job or when you're yeah. kind of influencing wherever you are, mm-hmm. like you always have Detroit on the brain.
0: It's literally in my job description, like be a Detroit ambassador, like when I'm traveling.
1: I love so
0: that. Jealous. I, I have the dream job. Like I love, love what I do.
1: So let's just talk about I mean, obviously you've seen some incredible places. So before we get to Detroit, like, what have you seen that you're like, this is like, this is my spot. Like, I just love being here out of Detroit.
0: Um, anywhere in Europe. Honestly, Europe is like game changer. Um, it's just a completely different mentality and, and all of that. But um, in the U.S., uh, I know, uh, probably L.A. It's LA. just like, I know, I just feel at home. I don't know why. I feel like there are so many similarities between L.A. and Detroit,
1: so are you I'm a big city girl, or are you like do you like quaint?
0: I, I'm trying to decide still for myself because I like both, um, but I like like the slowness of LA, but it's still in a city.
1: I've never heard anyone describe LA as slow. Really, that's amazing. Nobody
0: works; they just sit on the like. LA is just so chill. All right, chill. I love that. <laughs> I love that New York. Like, look at the difference between LA and New York. Like, New York is like go go go. That's true. Everywhere is like that compared yeah, to New York. Yeah, that's, that's. Although
1: I should tell you, I just got back from Mexico City. Oh, you should put that. We on are. Our,
0: We're going in March. There
1: you go. I just got back yesterday. I'll need some so recommendations. We'll take that take I'll, I'll be your influencer yeah, and tell you yeah, where to go. Exactly. Um, so let's talk about Detroit. Okay. Right, Because I consider you somewhat of a foremost expert on all things the D. Well, wow, I appreciate that. So let's that. just start with, like, are you native? Like, did you grow up here?
0: Yeah, so I grew up in Trenton, um, graduated high school, and then went to Oakland in Rochester. So I moved away from home because it's about an hour and a half uh, drive. So I lived in Rochester for four years, and then all throughout college. I mean, that was, so 2011 to 2015 is when I was in college. And those years were transforming for Detroit, and... I got a job at the Red Wings when I was a sophomore and my mom would be like, all right, you're driving downtown, you're parking in the lot, you're driving home. Like, be so careful. Like, you know, you know that mentality. Exactly. My mother still does that to
1: me. I'm almost 40. Right. Yeah.
0: So, but that was the mentality of Detroit. Like as a whole, people were just like, you go to what you're going to and then you get out. And then, so that was my sophomore year. By the end of my senior year, I, I literally remember the exact day. After work, I went to Annex, which is in Greektown with my friends, to go out. And I remember sitting there with my friend. and I was like, I'm out after work. Like, we're just hanging out in Detroit. Like, this is crazy. And all throughout, and I just loved it. Like, I loved the feeling of it. And I had always, when I was growing up, my mom is older. So we would talk about stories. I would, We would go to a Tigers game, and we would walk down Woodward. And she would tell me all these stories of, like, you know, the Hudson's and all of this. And her first job was in the Penobscot. And I was just like, man, I wish I could have that experience in Detroit. Like you have that amazing memory of a city, like a big bustling city. And I just always wanted that. So fast forward to college, I was like, okay, my big bustling city is going to be New York. I'm moving, I'm going to move there and just do fashion and PR and all this stuff. Um, so I did move to New York after college and was in PR and fashion, and I loved what I was doing, but I was seeing what was happening, like Wright & Company and Selden had just opened before I moved, and I was like, these are so cool. These places are so cool. And I was seeing my friends go out more and more in Detroit, and I was like, why am I not part of this?
1: So you wanted to be part of like, the beginning of yeah. it all. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah, I felt like I was late, honestly, to yeah. the game. So yeah, you were late. I was here first. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Like two thousand thirteen. You, you marked your territory. I get it. I get it. So I, you know, reached out to who then were to be my boss, and I said, "Listen, I am obsessed with your company, Bedrock." I know like I'm no experience I'm young I'm willing to do whatever you want at this company I just want to be part of Detroit and the revitalization and everything that's happening so he was like you're hired and I was like Wait, but what's my job? He's like, "We'll figure it out. You're hired." I've been there. I've, yeah. been, I've
1: been in those. Uh, we'll figure it out I conversations. Was, yeah. yeah, I mean, it,
0: obviously, it worked out so much better than I had ever thought, and I was. But
1: isn't that kind of the Detroit
0: spirit? Like, yeah. we'll figure it out. Yeah. Like, right? I mean, totally. would been kind of. It's
1: like perfectly fitting that totally. that's totally. You're got you here. so
0: right. You're so right, and so yeah. So I started, and I I remember I it was my first day of work. And I went to HR and I'm like, "What's my job title?" They're like, "We still don't know." And I was like, "Okay, but it's- so
1: four years later, you yeah. figured it out, you think?"
0: Figured it out. All right, we figured it out. Good, good.
1: Yeah. All right, so now you're here. Yeah. And you've been here for years, and you kind of pretty much have your pulse on everything that's going on in town. I would say, for the most part. I would, yeah. I think thank so. At least from my perspective, you do. So I'm going to yeah. ask some questions because I think our audience would love to like get into your brain because okay. you kind of know what's going on before it even happens. So. Okay. What's your favorite type of food and, like, where are you going to get it? I know it's a broad question.
0: It is. It is. Um, I have a weird, like, affinity for octopus. It's my favorite food in the world. Okay. Um, And some people just don't love the texture, whatever, whatever. Right now, my favorite octopus in the city is at She-Wolf. It's so good. And they change their menu kind of often, seasonally. And they had just put it on, I think, in their fall-winter menu. So it's... So good and I'm begging Anthony to keep it on year-round. So Anthony's so the
1: chef for those. Anthony those Lombardo, who don't yes, yep.
0: excuse me. Um he's the chef at Chi Wolf, and I every time I go in, I'm like, don't you dare take this octopus off. But my favorite type of food is Mediterranean. And I'm so grateful that the owner of Phoenicia, Sammy Eid, um opened a location downtown and it's called Layla in capitol park which is my favorite neighborhood to just like hang out in seriously the best it's the most fresh food ever they don't have octopus on the menu unfortunately but great mediterranean food.
1: so i would say that for those who don't know you who are going to follow you after this podcast like you're an expert on food yeah like, i post a lot you of post food. a lot a lot on food and i'm hoping that you're not eating everything that i'm that i see unfortunately at least a full, you know? full dish hopefully you're just taking bites
0: it's I, get, I have a lot of stomach aches. Because there's a lot of, right? no, it's a intake lot intake of food. Your, it's a lot of it's food. It's a
1: lot of food. I mean, it looks amazing. It's yeah. like watching the Food Network. It's bad. But it, but it is and impressive.
0: Lou, I actually just said this to my friend when we, we were in Miami last week. And I was posting... Because we get like... You know how they bring like appetizers, whatever, every course. I wasn't posting like half of it. Because I was like, people are going to be overwhelmed. So, like, it's overwhelming me. Like, no
1: human could consume this. Oh my this.
0: God, it's bad. It's so... I think... It's dad so bad, but it's so metabolism. good. Yeah. It's
1: oh so God. good. I mean... You do a pretty good job capturing Thank food you. in a video. It's kind of hard. It's tough. It's tough to make it look like.
0: I do this thing where I like cut into something and it's usually a dessert because let's be honest, who doesn't love like a nice like. gooey like, you know, a slice of pie. pie. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, but I've I've like perfect. Or like my pasta, the pasta roll swirl. up. i do that pasta a pasta I do that a lot and I'll like zoom in yep. and it gets big all nice. Big fan of the pasta yeah, swirl. Yeah, yeah.
1: I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. I'm a big fan. Yeah, when I when you see the table, you're like. Are there, like, ten other people eating with her? It's usually, or like, one
0: or ten. So pathetic. The servers are always, like, what? And we we finish, honestly, most of it. As so. I don't want to.
1: I want to sidebar for a second and talk about the crew. Okay? Because you okay. have a
0: crew. I have a little
1: like, crew. Like, you have a crew. Like There's, like, similar people in many of the posts. Yep. That, like. You travel with that kind of are in the same line of yeah. work and you're kind of you kind of all have a really cool feed so did you meet these people like on the road like how did you
0: <laughs> on the road um so I met um and and so again so grateful they're all my best friends um and we do get to work together which is not something you get you know and are they all Every Detroiters day.
1: or people you've met from?
0: Um, they're mostly Detroiters. Yeah. So Marina and Nancy and I actually started um, 48 Hours, which is this like travel series guide. And it's so much fun. And now they're my coworkers that, you know, best friend turned coworkers. But Marina and I met um, forever ago before I even started my blog. Um, and we met at this like random event at Iridescence and we just hit May it, it off. Rest in peace. Yeah, right. So May sad. It rest in peace. Um, but so uh we met there and we just hit it off and we became, you know, very, very close and she's a photographer and then Nancy did our makeup on a shoot one day. So yeah, through the social scene here and truly like if you go to New York you can find an influencer every, you know, literally like nine out of 10 girls are influencers in detroit there's really not that big of a scene yeah, it's, in a social market, yeah. it's really not so lambs Lamb style is a, you know local influencers two of them and one of them is now my roommates just like through the small social community. scene it's a small community and they too
1: mastered the pasta swirl oh
0: my gosh yeah
1: they also they have do. some impressive you know food job. photography yeah so.
0: And she's we're usually eating together. So. I love you. Yeah. True, you're the yeah. posse.
1: I call I, you're <laughs> the posse. I love it.
0: Okay, I like that. I like all right, that so me. tell me,
1: since you've visited all these places, what are your most like Instagrammable moments in Detroit? Like, where are the places where you're like, every time I go there, I just capture such great content?
0: Oh my gosh. Shinola uh, Hotel, a billion percent. It's stunning. Um, and then the Parker's Alley behind it. Um, and then the Belt, 100 million percent. It will never get old to me um and then eastern market okay. all of the murals
1: so what are the best kept secrets so those are like pretty public ones that most yeah. people know about like what is like the secret spot that you're like Only the people who listen to the podcast. Oh,
0: this is a good one. Well, I still am shocked at how many people don't know about Bad Luck, which is like crazy. I mean, I get it. It's in the middle of nowhere alley. In our building, so thank you. Yep, the Albert, exactly. Shout out to the Albert. Shout out to the Albert. Shout out to Bad Luck. Um, That is like one of my favorite. People are still like, when I'm back there in the alley, because I'll film like walking up to it, people are like, where is this? Or
1: they're like, why is there some random girl in the back of an alley? Yeah, there's There's that. There
0: is that. Um, I'm trying to think of some other really good ones that are like hidden gems okay I'll think of more I'll think of more now that's a that's a good question it's a tough one because your whole world is
1: finding Instagramable moments
0: right and it's it's bad how little I think about it and I just like pick up my phone I'm like this is cool like you know and also the Scott I know it's a so, plug. Okay, so it's like, a shameless plug. No, so let's talk about it because
1: it's beautiful. So, the Scott is our property. Yep. Greatly appreciate it. You're a resident there. I'm a resident there. You were resident there before any of this ever happened. So, I know. for full disclosure. Yeah. So, what is it like living at the Scott? I, I love it. Obviously, I'm biased, but what, what's it like living at the Scott? I
0: wouldn't li- like, the amenities alone are amazing. It's the perfect location that every- I walk everywhere. I walk to Easter Market, I walk to work, I walk, you know, Whole Foods, everything. The pool is a game changer. Like everything, it's literally perfect. The parking, like it's, I will not live out of the Scott, like in Detroit. It's just, we appreciate that. I, and I'm, and again, made, it's a and unpaid, we made some, unsponsored
1: plug. Yeah, like, we made some cool Instagrammable <laughs> moments for you, apparently.
0: It's stunning. Every time I post at the pool in the summer, I get people like my friends that live in New York and whatever and they're like, "Are you in Miami again?" And I'm like, "No, I'm literally in at my apartment Detroit." I'm in Detroit, Detroit. which yeah. maybe you wouldn't have guessed. Right. Like, yeah. Adjustable. People are always like, "That's in Detroit?" Like anytime I have a guest from out of town, they're like, "I had no idea this city was proper." Yeah. That.
1: All right, so let's fire a couple like quick ones at you cuz okay. this is for our audience to know. So, oh. you're a sweet lover, right? Yeah. So where do you go, like what's the best place to get a dessert?
0: Love of Sugar. Okay. Down it's again in Scott in,
1: the, in your building I put
0: them in there okay. so again you're pretty it was, excited. It was okay. very selfish right. but there are gluten free vegan chocolate chip cookies like even if you're not gluten free or vegan they're the best cookie ever okay they're, so if you are
1: vegan and vegetarian where should I go for. to eat
0: vegan vegetarian you would go to chili mustard onions which is okay. around the corner in brush park it's in brush park it's a coney it's like coney island um style and i messaged them before they open because it's all vegan gluten or it's not all gluten-free but they do have gluten-free options it's all vegan vegetarian like coney dogs hamburgers and i messaged them i was like guys change your name phony island like right phony dog like whatever anyways they didn't take it they laughed <laughs> that's about like it like i just did i'm only good. good for like dad joke captions and like oh we're getting whatever. the dad joke oh yeah, yeah yeah don't, yeah. Don't, I yeah i forgot i forgot we're going to whole segment on, yeah, yeah, <laughs> on the dad jokes
1: so i was going to get to kind of like what it's like living the life of a social media influencer cuz you have your restaurant reviews you're hanging out at cool hotels you're, you're you're basically reviewing the you know the asset on behalf of people who are watching on your yeah. behalf i'm living my life through your eyes sort of Yeah. but then you also kind of have this other part of your kind of feed and program that's really kind of an inner part of who you are. Like you're pretty funny, you like to tell jokes and you have this whole segment that's like, Dad jokes, yeah. which is actually has nothing to do with <laughs> restaurants and hotels, but it's just a glimpse into who you are as a person, yeah. which I think is kind of very genuine.
0: Yeah. So but how did that start? That's so funny. I just You just don't think of like the full scope of your page as like, okay, I'm just going to do this. I'm just, I was like, this is me. I actually deleted my personal Instagram because I was like, and I used to be hot mess on Instagram, um, like when I first started this whole blog thing and then I was like I'm not gonna I'm gonna be me like this is my page I'm, I'm not gonna just do restaurant reviews and stuff so yes my father is very corny very like the epitome of like dad jokes like everything is a pun and so shout we, out to the dad shout out to dad you know we should have
1: dad on the podcast honestly
0: he would have he would have crushed it. Ep- episode episode 2. Episode 2. We were we go on walks. This is like our thing and we go on walks. He so he works in Auburn Hills and he passes my apartment every day on his way home. So like probably 3 4 times out of the week he'll stop by and we go for a walk so you and then we go to dinner. Clause. One of my best, literally my best friend. Um, and Mike from Empire always sees us. as like, another walk? And we're like,
1: yeah. Another round but, of dad jokes. Yeah, I know.
0: Yeah. So we were on a walk one time and somebody literally stopped us and was like, they were like, oh my God. And he like totally disregarded me. He's like, I, I'm i such a fan. Like to my dad.
1: Your dad's got a following. I know. It's so. Yeah. I mean, I'm most excited when dad jokes comes up on the I, feed because I'm, you know, it's kind of my, my world. W- I'm a little older. Like I like the corny jokes. Mm-hmm. Like. I'm I like, like
0: the corny. I don't. Well, you're no. like
1: an old soul. I am an old you're, you're, yeah, I'm you're a old old grandpa,
0: soul. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so we we go on walks and we do like dad jokes with dad. So we, you know, just like back and forth and I'm always I tell him the joke. So that's like the thing is like I tell my dad the dad jokes and
1: So the reason why I like it just to, for full dis- disclosure is that you don't take yourself too seriously, no. which I think is really important because yeah. I think if you see a lot of these influencers that right, are on social right. media, it's like they don't look like real people. Like they just feel like they, this is a job and they don't take, like you get a real glimpse into who mm-hmm. you are as a person. Like, and I think that's really authentic and kind of fun to follow because Thanks. you're not afraid to put your dad on there and no, have some they, cheesy He jokes. loves it.
0: And my mom is like now trying to be involved. Like, it's so cute. They're, they're the cutest. I love it.
1: I love it. Um, all right. So this is my favorite part of every podcast. This is the lightning round. Okay. okay so this is like pure off the top of your mind, like stream of consciousness. Okay. I'm are sweating. You, I'm ready? ready. I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm sweating. <laughs> Lighted that part out. Okay. All right. Lighting round. Do you remember a world without Instagram?
0: Yes. And I remember my first Instagram post.
1: Does it freak you out a world without Instagram?
0: I. It makes me think of MySpace.
1: Okay. All right. Like
0: it made me think of like old
1: school social. What's Throwback. the What's the next Instagram?
0: Oh my gosh, TikTok times a billion. I'm all over it. And you want to know what's crazy? On TikTok, dad jokes are. Sh- I've, Super popular I, posted, I posted, I had no followers, nothing. I posted a video with my dad doing a dad joke. We have 800,000 views on it. Just I, from
1: the dad joke. From well, the dad that's joke. That's a testament to your dad. My,
0: it's I all my, my nobody's honest. following for me. That's, yeah. I know that. I mean, I'm I follow you for okay. your dad. Obviously. So let's
1: just be no, let um, Favorite though. spot to entertain people who are not from Detroit, here in Detroit, where do you go?
0: I go to Shinola Hotel. Okay. 100%. Um, and then like Campus Martius, depending on the time of year, um, and then Eastern Market on the weekend. Best
1: advice for an entrepreneur like you trying to balance two things?
0: Mm, having a, having a full-time job that supports your passion is definitely key. Like if, you know, my day job didn't coincide with, you know, my nightlife or whatever you want to call it, um, it would be uh, impossible. Okay. Yeah.
1: Most memorable moment in Detroit as an influencer?
0: Hmm. That's a good one. Thank you. I thought
1: that was a good one. Yeah.
0: Most memorable. I truly I think it's going back to like meeting the people that are now like so involved in my life, my everyday, my roommate, like people that are my best friends that I'll have forever. That's like just a
1: memory in in and of itself. Okay, cool. Yeah. How about most unique place or location anywhere in the world you've posted?
0: Anywhere in the world. (gasps) Most unique spot where you pulled out
1: your phone and posted.
0: Spain. It was just like, I mean, it's not unique, but like, it's just one of those places or greet like any, again, anywhere in Europe that you're just like, they don't build stuff like this anymore. Like they just, the, you can like smell the history is, yeah.
1: Okay. So I'm going to give you 30 seconds to tell the world why Detroit is the place to be.
0: Oh my gosh, this is the way I wanted to practice the question.
1: No, just right off the top of your mind, like why is that why are you wearing that shirt that just says, um, you know
0: Detroit made me do it. Exactly. Yeah. Why are you so
1: passionate about this city?
0: I'm so passionate about this city because Detroit has always been the center of America. It's all roads has have always led to Detroit. This was once the most populated city in the country. Busier we had a busier um crosswalk than New York at one point with One and a half million people walking every day. Hudson's, there's so much history, so much power, so much willpower and community in this city that it's like, I get chills every time I talk about this city. It's just everybody's in it together and we're all fighting for the same thing. And, you know, you say the word Detroit and it sparks someone's interest, whether it's for one reason or another, it's everybody's in it together and I can only see the best things happening. So, so are excited.
1: you planning to be here long-term? I am. <laughs> Good for you. Good answer. I am, yes. You heard it first. She's sticking around.
0: I'm sticking around, yeah.
1: Well, Kate, it has been such a pleasure. I think the audience is going to love hearing about what you do. I think I can say on behalf of myself and probably many Detroiters, we're proud of you for putting Aww. Detroit on the map. So you thank you sweet. for doing what you do. Keep doing it, because the more people that see what's happening here, the better.
0: I agree. So thank Come you. Come to Detroit. <laughs> Come to Detroit. You
1: heard it first. So for more information on Kate and all the cool places she's checking out and things that she's doing check her out on Instagram at, at Kate Lazarski and you can check out how to spell it on our post it's really really impressive what you're doing so lots thanks. of
0: dad jokes thanks. lots of dad jokes
1: shout out again shout three out times to dad dad, jokes.
0: dad thanks Lou Thank thanks you. CSP.
1: Thanks everyone for tuning into this episode of EXPDET podcast. Please make sure to write us a review and provide us with some comments and feedback. You want to read more about what other amazing people are doing right here in the D and shaping us? Check us out at expdet.com or you could follow us on Instagram or Facebook.